Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Boo Covery. Really glad that you guys are here today, and it's my honor to um, talk with you all for a few moments about uh, today's topic, which is uh, Buddhist psychology and hate. Um, recently, I saw a post on Facebook that showed two men that appeared to be Muslim, and they were in front of the Notre Dame Cathedral as it was burning. Now, I couldn't tell if it was smiles, laughter, or if they were squinting, um, but apparently they were. their picture was taken, and somebody um, who wanted to spread hate posted it on Facebook. <coughs> And made some comments, and it was interesting. I was reading the comments that uh, people posted on that, and that this person really had no other intent except for to spread hate. And what was sad is they chose a very tragic day, where we're watching a, a, a international monument burn to the ground, and while most people are devastated, this person saw it as a perfect opportunity to spread hate. I couldn't sleep. I just can't imagine the mind of a person that has that much hatred in their soul for um, the Muslim population, whether it be Muslim or black or Hispanic. That was a lot of hate they were putting out, and they took away from the actual tragedy that happened that day so they could have you stay tuned to their hatred. And what I learned was... You know, I mean, I learned that people will hate and they'll use any opportunity to spread hate. And I think it's because we're experiencing an increased level of hate in our society. I believe that hate just fuels this cancerous diverseness and dividedness and polarization, which is infecting virtually every part of our lives. This culture of hatred is going to have such a profound effect on both our national and international and um, individual emotional state of well-being. I believe hate is a very strong and hurtful emotion. It's like a mental venom that's polluting your spirit. And it poisons your soul and it seeps into everything, no matter what it is, whether it's a spouse or a child or a friend or a boss or whether it's your healer. Anyone who has found themselves wrapped up in hate knows how damaging and mind-consuming it is. And that's because hate, the word hate, carries a lot of power. Now, I didn't know what to do. I was losing sleep, and I was unsure how to get my head around someone who was capable of using an event like a monument burning down to spread their personal hatred towards a, a people. And so what I did is I went on Facebook for seven days and I posted like day one, day two, day three, and I posted something that had to do with love. Because when push comes to shove, we all know that the cure for hate is love. Now before I get too far into what I'm talking about today, I want to share a story about a grandfather talking to his young grandson. And he tells the boy, he said, boy, 
you have two wolves inside of you and each of them are struggling with each other and the boy goes what do you mean and the grandfather says the first is the wolf of peace love and kindness and the other wolf it's the wolf of greed and fear and and hatred and the young grandson looked a little scared and he goes which father grandfather which wolf will win please tell me and the grandfather looked at the his grandson and he said whichever one you feed grandson whichever one you feed and I think that tells us something is I once had a healer I worked with um, and and uh, she had said to me feed your dragon every day and she said and please make sure you feed your dragon the right food and if you feed your dragon resentment and hurt and pain and sorrow then your dragon won't eat all the goodness in you like happiness and joy and laughter so definitely I came to terms with learning how to feed my dragon I think we need to come to terms that hate really strips us of our humanity hate eliminates the ability to show empathy or compassion to others you know the Buddha taught that hatred is indeed a form of suffering and he said that holding hatred and anger in the mind and the heart is like tightly clutching a hot coal in your hand guess who suffers hatred indeed has never yet ended hate Buddha taught us that all suffering arises from one or more of the three fundamental poisons which are greed hate and ignorance seems like that everything happening in the USA right now is based on greed hate and ignorance and the things we must ask ourselves is why are we hating and what can we do you know his holiness the Dalai Lama said if subconscious anger had a parallel in Buddhist writings it would have to do with what is called mental unhappiness or not being satisfied and this is regarded as the source of anger and hate we can see subconscious anger in the terms of lack of awareness as well as an active misconstruing of reality so the first step to understand that hate is extremely destructive is to understand that hate is destructive and whichever way you cut it by recognizing the serious threat that hate creates for our personal community and national well-being and personal well-being we lie in negative times where remembering to express and to avoid that the temptation to get caught in a negative or aggressive thinking we have to watch it especially with social media now here's a person that everybody probably views as what this wonderful healing person does and what they're doing is promoting hate and calling people 
punk actors and going crazy on abortion and taking away people's choice and just I've never seen someone so enraged that I was actually frightened by this person seriously frightened and the basic problem there according to Buddhism is that the emotions like anger and hate are based on projections and exaggerations not on objectivity or wisdom and thus basically we're not getting anywhere let me say that again in a different way the the basic emotions like anger and hatred is based on projections okay and there is little need to explain what anger and hatred do to ourselves especially with karma the misery we cause others will indeed come back on our own selves. Nobody wants suffering, so, you know, we need to figure out how can we reduce or eliminate hate and anger from our minds. Again, His Holiness the Dalai Lama mentioned that when reasons end, then anger and hatred begin. Therefore, it is a sign of weakness. So I get that this person is feeling very weak, probably very frightened of Muslims, probably does too much Fox News, probably does too much of something to have that kind of fear. But I have to tell you, and I learned this by doing the post on Facebook for seven days, that only love dispels hate. Hatred just leads to revenge, and revenge leads to more hate. And again, much like Facebook or other social medias, people really enjoy taunting others and trying to get others to hate what they hate. Many people are obsessed with people trying to get others to hate Trump. They claim they're not causing hate. They're just, quote, educating our nation. Really? Our nation needs education? Hmm. Nope. There's a part of them that they're stuck in a cycle of suffering and it sets into motion their need to get other people to join them in their hatred. And it's just happening. So both sides of the coin are sharing hate. Now, the good news is, is we can train ourselves through living mindfully to meet fear and anger with wisdom instead of the habits of hatred and anger. And when a painful or a threatening event rises, we can open our eyes to it. We have the capability to learn to face our own fears that create our hate. We no longer have to blame conflict. No, we can do more than that. We can use Buddhist psychology and we can think that um, we can use the right view, the right intention, the right speech. We can have the right action, the right livelihood, the right effort, the right mindfulness, and the right concentration to get through what creates our hatred. They say hatred is just fear turned inward, and I tend to believe that. When I work with clients and I use Buddhist psychology, it's easier to get them to see that they are suffering because of their lack of understanding or their incredible fear. So it's really important that we take a look at what hatred does to ourselves and those around us. And next time you see somebody and they're acting very hateful, 
go ahead and, and present yourself and tell them it's not okay to have this kind of hate. It's not okay. Now, like I said, I presented myself to the person that was spreading this horrible hate. And all they could do was argue back with me and those punk actors and the this and the that. And I, I couldn't even look at their responses anymore. It was so derogatory, so negative and so hateful that this person is just really in need of a checkup from the neck up. And it's not to say that people who hate um, are mentally ill. It's to say people who hate need to learn the common language of love and patience. For now, this is Dr. Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace.